You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. The Christ, the Gribbles, Christ, the Gribbles, the Christ, the Gribbles, the Devilling Down, Christ, the Gribbles, and the Devil, the Gribbles, the Christ, the Gribbles, and the Devil are kissing, kissing in the mouth, and kissing on the neck, and kissing on the cheeks, and kissing in the ear, and kissing all over their hair. They're doing each other's hair with their tongues. Mum, Gribble, 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 kissing. Hello and welcome to Two in, Two in the Think, Think Tank, Tank, the show where we come up with five, five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Alice Tomley Virtual. George William, in the middle. Yes. 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 Here's do something nice for your middle name, put it at the end for a week. Oh. See how that, is that gets is you. Is that nice? See where that it? gets you. See how you like it. What about put it at the beginning? George William, Alistair Tromley Virtual. Imagine if you became successful after like a week. You That's know, what like would you, happen. You broke through. It's so regal. Mm-hmm. George William. George William. Yeah, you're front-loading that with a lot of royalty. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. love that. People don't accept you into the upper echelons of society mm. unless mm-hmm. you seem mm-hmm. like you're going to get it. Mm. And with a name like that, you're going to get it. You're born with it. You know what a name, name would be good? Mm. King. I'm going to call my son King. I have considered King. King Topman. King Top Man, like yeah. based after the shop? Yeah. Something popular. <laughs> Not only a, you know, a, a hundreds mm-hmm. of years old institution, mm-hmm. but it's also... Top Man. Oh, yeah, okay, that's the king part. <laughs> <laughs> but also yeah. a cut-priced fashion retailer. That's great. Are, yeah. there, are there any two things that more summarise mm. current and the world? Someone who today? seems... Like they're the sort of the more dominant one in a sort of a same-sex relationship. Correct. Yeah. Those are, that's the other <laughs> exciting second meaning. That's right. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so that's cool. I mean, what, yeah, is there a sketch in this kind of idea? You know, the idea of uh, shifting your name around. Make, mm. You know, like that's what feels like LeBron James did. Mm. He probably took something that sounded like mm. a last name, put it up the front. Mm-hmm. Now he's interesting. LeBron. LeBron. Do you think he did? What, people call him something else, though, don't they? Does King he James? Yeah, they call that's, him King James. Well, that's his. I think that's his Twitter. His Twitter handle. Yeah, but so also, he's really doing everything that we're suggesting. Th- that we've suggested. <laughs> wow. After he did it, but. <laughs> oh, and another great thing to do would be one of the best basketball players in the world. Okay, so put your middle name <laughs> to the front, or change your first name to King. Uh, and then become one of the best basketballers in the world. It's a two-step plan for success <laughs> in basketball. Yeah. But probably other things as well. Do you think there's a certain point, it seems to me, yes, that you know how like you can, you know, someone like The Rock mm. or LeBron James seem to be able to transition into acting in quite big Hollywood movies quite quickly. Yeah. Do you think there's a certain confidence that come? like, do you think it's just confidence? You get a certain amount of confidence from being the best in the world at something and then you can just transition into acting? Like, could you be the world's 
best mm. yo-yo restringer. Right. And mm-hmm. then you you get the call from Hollywood and they say like, you know, we want a bit of that yo-yo restringing swagger yeah. being brought to our action epic. I think it helps if you have got a fair bit of like stage time just from getting accolades mm. for you know so i think like sure. yo-yo restringers you know like as long as he's being recognized on uh-huh. a global scale yeah and like and if people say yo-yo restringers you go well i mean i know the name of the best but i don't know many mm. other ones you know i'm not mm-hmm. hugely and so if you do know the name of them i think that helps because that means that they're used to you know, being in front of cameras, they're used to, mm. you know, having people love them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ask them questions. Yeah, and, and they can deal with the fame. Yeah. They don't crumble. And so that means in that scenario, you could get into the next, say, Space Jam mm. as the yo-yo restringing Correct. top man, king yes. top man. <laughs> um, and and then, you know, you could play alongside Daffy or Bugs mm. Bunny and things like that, and it wouldn't. You wouldn't, wouldn't feel, feel incongruous. Yeah, or intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sort of being people who are the best in their yeah. fields at... I mean, I guess also what I've done is I've picked two athletes. So physically mm. they're probably going to be in pretty good condition, which seems to be something that Hollywood likes. And mm. I'm not sure... I haven't stru- restrung many yo-yos, but I'm not sure that it's that dema- demanding. 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 It's more of an accuracy kind of a, it's a more of an agility skill. Mm. Uh, dexterity, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Dexterity. Even. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's agility of the hands. That's yes. what dexterity really is, I think. It is. It is. Um, Dexter was a man who was good at killing with his hands, I assume. I assume. Yeah. I have never seen the show, but I assume <laughs> he wasn't doing it with machine guns or bazookas or anything like that. <laughs> Or setting big traps, bear traps. I think if Dexter was using bazookas, we would have heard about it. Yeah, well, yeah. Have you seen this new bazooka show? <laughs> the guy, Bazooka Murderer. <laughs> oh, so that's a show. I mean, it gets tough. I think that's pro- probably, mm. you know, about season five or six. Probably, with, I think with Dexter, they start to find the constraints of the, of the concept, mm. you know. And I think... They probably would have hit those constraints a lot earlier if he'd been doing it with bazookas. Yeah. You know, I think maybe even towards the end of season one, they would have been reusing some of the same plot lines. I mean, how's he getting away every time? You know, how are they not tracking him down using sort of random CCTV around the cities? Is he sticking to poor areas? Is he going only in the woods? I think that probably there are certain types of crimes that are endangered. Because of CCTV mm. changing the habitat, you know, the uh, yeah. the environment in which they can take place. I think probably there aren't going to be as many serial killers in the future. Like I think that mm. we probably have already gone through the golden age of serial killers. Like when you had mass transport mm. and it was easy for people to move around. Yeah. But before you had good data sharing between interstate law enforcement and before you had CCTV e- e- yeah. everywhere, mm. I think... Ironically, phone, phone serial pinging. killers are probably in danger of dying out. Oh CCTV killed the serial killer. And phone pinging. And phone pinging, yeah. You, you put think... all those things together. Yeah. These times I think it's even suspicious if I just leave my phone in my room and it's pinging from the same place for mm-hmm. you know eight hours or something like that. Because then you go, 
oh, that's going to look suspicious. Why is he not carrying his phone around? Why isn't he checking? He he didn't check Twitter every 30 seconds to see if he'd got any retweets. What's he doing? For eight hours. The only reason could be he was murdering. Committing a crime. Yes. You know, absolutely. That, that's where the first place you would go to think of people. Yeah. You go, okay, first thing you do if you, the crime was committed in a certain area in the city or yeah, somewhere like you know, the suburbs. Their phone. No, well, first thing you go, you ping in that area to see if there was anybody. As phones in that area. If not, then you check for anybody's phones who hasn't moved, that hasn't moved for... Uh... Because they might just be lying in bed, right, mm. you know, for that period of time because yeah. they're depressed. But if they're depressed, they'll be checking Twitter. That's right. To see if anybody's liked any of their cries for help mm-hmm. tweets on Twitter. Yeah, checking their ban- bank-, bank balance. Yeah. Checking ticket sales. Exactly. <laughs> Did you know our shows are on sale? <laughs> um, both teleport... For Comedy Festival next year is now on sale, mm. uh, which you must be very excited about. That's our engineering presentation. It's mm-hmm. not, it's it's not technically a follow up to Magma, mm. but it's in the same universe, um, um, and and also with the same characters. Yes, and also my solo. Yeah, the two engineers, Martin Chrysalis and Jerry Roberts. Yes, and I then, can't do the voice at the moment because I've got sore glands. That's cool. And my solo show. Which used to be called Art Rat Hybrid, but mm. I think everybody every time I told people they would go. Okay, like that. <laughs> and so I decided I got to change it. And so now it's it's called Couldn't Be More Thrilled. Yeah. Alistair Trombley Birchall, Couldn't Be More Thrilled. And if you're listening to this today uh, on Christmas Eve, mm. which thank you so much for downloading <laughs> this on Christmas Eve, uh, the early bird tickets, the cheapest cheapest they'll ever be, I think $19, uh, and is either ends on Christmas Day. So if you, I think you could buy them on Christmas Day, but um, but then after that they go up. And mm-hmm. I apologize for that. But I, I don't like selling things. But if, but if you want to see them, you have to buy things. <laughs> I don't like selling things, but I do love having things bought. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, I love having things bought enough to overcome my innate hatred mm-hmm. of selling things. And, and, and if you are a person who loves savings, then give yourself that gift mm, this Christmas. The gift of savings. Yeah. And that, because, I mean, Comedy Festival isn't until late March, April. But it's still going to happen. And that's money you've already spent. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you got a bit of more free up cash later on. Just to go back to this idea Sorry. <laughs> of the, the updates, the mm-hmm. status updates, I think this could be a new um, division of, you know, uh, law and order. Yeah. Social media update, you know, whatever. They, they, mm. there's, they're the so- social media division, the SMD. P- the ping police. They're like a, yeah, SMD, social media division. You know, and as far I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, that doesn't stand for anything potentially disgusting. Okay. SMD. Yeah. Is that supposed to be something? Yeah. Suck my so. dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> law and order SMD. And I mean, let's let's take it away from law and order. I mean, I know that that's a, that's a that's a shorter. It's, it's a, a shorthand. shorthand. I can I can attach myself to that, and I think I've already pitched it. You know, that's it's it's the law. It's the it's that. It's the law of shorthand. Yes. Is that you're always going to use law and order. Mm-hmm. I have got nothing. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It's so suspicious. Why wasn't he checking nonstop? I mean, these things are super addictive. Mm. Feels like there must be some either some will strong willpower. Mm. You found, but we don't see any recent videos mm. that they've checked that might have given them that willpower. That willpower. Um, we could check their sales. It doesn't look like they bought any kind of inspirational. And what you know, what this what what this posits is a world in which we're all honest with ourselves about the fact that we are impossibly addicted to social media, mm-hmm. and then that's never going to change. Yeah. Right. And even I feel like this would stand up in a court of law. You know, sure, you've got no physical evidence. 
you've got no uh, eyewitnesses, mm. okay? But the the metadata and the the call logs are are undeniable. The and the jury is them. convinced. Yeah. Yeah, the absence of the them. absence of <laughs> metadata <laughs> and uh and and anything is is blindingly convincing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no eyewitnesses. Nobody saw them at the crime, but I'll tell you where nobody also saw them, anywhere on the internet. Mm. And if you're not online, you did the crime. <laughs> <laughs> if you did not twit, you must convict. <laughs> if you did not twit, you must convict. convict. No, convict. 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 <laughs> Um, I'm really happy with that. God, yeah. it's hot in here, but I'm yeah. also a bit sick, and I think I'm liking it. You know I think what I'm else baking. There is? There's an air conditioner. There's in an here. air conditioner within arm's reach because mm. it's a small room, and it would be effective so quickly. But I'm, you know, I think I, no, but I think I like it. I think no. Al's getting up. He's he- hesitating. Uh, you're. He's back down again. You're commenting on it. Through like, mm. God, it's hot. <laughs> in a way that I like. God, I'm uncomfortable. Um, My tits off. Oh, it's it's unbearable, unbearably comfortable in here. We have done a sketch idea on that. The very limits of human comfort. <laughs> we did a sketch idea, and then we tried to put it into magma, yeah. and it did not fit. Mm. I think we could have got there. We just if didn't. it do not fit, you, you must, must convict. Come and see the show. Yeah, teleport. <laughs> Um. Oh, yeah. I had an idea for something. It's, it it slipped away from me. Honestly. What was it? Do you think? What, what do you think it was regarding? What were we talking about before we got onto this um, social media bizwhack? You started talking remember? about athletes such as The Rock. And yeah, King James. that's right. Right. Okay. And being uh, being one of those people and having the confidence to actually get up there. And we were talking about changing the order of your names. And we were talking about oh the monarchy. Um. You know, what about yeah. instead of like, you know, it's like a political system. That instead of being born as a leader, mm. could you, could you, could it be something else? You know, you, mm, okay. You know, like rather than being born, I know born is a pretty big one. There's not a lot of alternatives <laughs> to being born. Um, well, I mean, you could be genetically engineered in order to be the leader. You could be, you could be made in a test tube mm. um, using the DNA of all the world's greatest leaders. You know, mm. Napoleon, um, Winston Churchill. Mao Zedong. The only way that we can get this, though, is to get them to all come back to the modern day and have sex with each other. We get them all, <laughs> collect them all with time travel, and then mm. we convince them to have sex with each other. With each other. Now, here are, some of the, here are some of the, bound, the problems with this plan, okay? Yeah. One, they're leaders. They're hard to convince mm-hmm. to do things that they don't want to do. That's why they're leaders. They do the convincing. I mean, really, you'd already need the great leader who's going to be all of their children. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, maybe if we've got time travel to get these, chil- these, these leaders from throughout history, then all we need to do is go forwards in time as well and get the leader who is their, all of their offspring mm-hmm. from when they all had sex, yeah. bring them back to the present day and get them to convince all their dads to have sex so that they can be born. And they could do it because they are such a great leader. It's, in many ways, the perfect scheme. Wow. Um, Dads, you need to do this. Yeah. 
I we will fuck them on the beaches. (laughs) (laughs) The idea that they're gonna you're gonna genetically engineer the greatest leader by getting a bunch of the leaders, but then that they're gonna have sex on the beach, (laughs) which is one of the just an uncomfortable place. That's how good a leader this so kid is. So far, so far, you hasn't you haven't named a single leader that would be able to carry this baby. <laughs> we've only well, it's, we've invented some sort of a system. Great, right? Where they because can, all the great leaders were men. Well, we can, to a certain extent, the ones that have been given the opportunities to prove themselves, and I'm not saying that this is right. Yeah, but but in terms of evidence that they can do mm. this, and also it might be funnier. Yeah. Oh, of course. We don't want one woman getting mm. ha- had Having sex to have with some kind of no, no. Yeah. There'll be a man womb. Oh, what? I mean, that can be a joke. There'll be a man womb that we've created for mm. this. Oh, what? Because all good leaders were men. No, no. Cleopatra and you know mm. uh, that, Joan of Arc. The lady was she a leader? Yeah, was she a leader? Yeah, she for... led an army. Oh right. She oh, raised well, I, her I own. I wanted the country leader, but you know. oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the one, the lady from Brazil who got done for all sorts of corruption and put in prison. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, oh, Benazir Bhutto. I mean, mm. she wasn't that great either, but uh, in terms of, you know, maybe there was some corruption Indira there. Gandhi. There you go. Mahatma Gandhi. Mm. Um, anyway, what else? So, but then they're having sex on the beach. Yeah, and they're all having sex with this man womb. This man womb. Also, yeah. they're just—it's <laughs> like they're all what, like gathered around it. Gathered around it, taking turns. No, no, it's all some. The women are shooting eggs into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> women, we can, right in if you can shoot eggs. <laughs> I mean, that must be the purpose. I mean, this is so so fucking. That must no, be the purpose. Go, of, Al, go. That must be the purpose deep down of female ejaculation. Correct. Shooting an egg up. Shooting an egg. It's where it's into, been leading this whole time. Into a man womb. Mm-hmm. I guess there's only like, you know, the eggs only descend at a certain point of the month. Mm. So then that's when you get it out. Yes. Before I think is it is it does it get dumped when the period happens? Is that what happens? That's when a it, womb man. A womb man. Yeah, but are you just picturing like a sleep? Where woman comes from? A womb man? I thought so, but I yeah, don't know. Obviously, um, a wombed man. Mm. Um, look. Yes. I yeah, I like that one. While you, you were talking about, I missed I missed some of the part of what you right. were good. I don't mind saying, uh, but I came up with this idea while you were talking about the time travel and stuff. Mm. Um, but it was about this idea of. If we create this time traveler bait, okay. Right? Now I don't necessarily know yet how Hitler how we advertise this into the future. I think we, what maybe Hitler. No, 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 no. What we do is we create an object that would be unbelievably valuable to a time traveler, or you know, it's just an it's a valuable thing. It's yep. like let's say it's like a billion dollars. Oh yeah, okay. great example so, of a valuable thing. No, but let's say, uh, I, look, I don't, I, I, I don't have a, a, a. It would have to be something that's worthwhile and also has like, mm-hmm. probably like it's, it's important that it is an object. But, mm. um, and you create it and you might write it into the side of a mountain, right? That that this object mm. will exist between this period and this period, after which you will destroy it mm. and it will never exist ever again, mm. right? And so, but right. you, but but you. you Maybe a, a great work of art, right? Maybe we'll, maybe 
Van Gogh's greatest work, Starry Night. Mm. Starry, Starry Night, or whatever it is. No, better still, the song Starry, Starry no, Night I think, by <laughs> Don McLean. No, it has to be something that we, we get to control exactly where it is for the entire period of its existence. Okay. Because that way you create it, mm. it is hugely valuable, mm -hmm. right? And then you move it to this safe location and then until, unless this time traveler and comes. And it is scored in the side of a mountain. Yeah, and scored in the side of a mountain that exists. And then after that, you destroy it. Yeah, really right? good. And, and that's to just to lure any time travelers from the future. What if it's the cure to a, a, an awful disease? Mm, here right? we go. An awful, awful disease. And sure, we could use it to cure the disease. Mm -hmm. But here's something better. We could use it to threaten time travelers. It's like what? a sort of standover tactic. For them to come over. Yeah. And, and, and then we grab them. Do we the, grab them? Well, we grab them, but mostly we try to grab their time travel device <laughs> so that we can travel through time and that would be cool to go back to like two days ago and, and I don't know, just see yourself and, and once it, feel it, what it's like to cup your own ass. And if it works, if it, if it works, yeah. we can then go back with the cure, for get the cure for this thing mm -hmm. and still give it to people, right? Because mm -hmm. we got the time traveler, so we got what we needed. Yeah, right. But if it doesn't work, well, then nobody gets cured ever. You see, you can't lose. Well, I mean, you still know that it can be done. So that's you know that's that's, that's true. A still a gain. That's true. Well, what about this? Okay, here's here's mm. how we're gonna what we're gonna do to, do okay. to, do to threaten time travelers. Okay, mm -hmm. this is better than your idea, Alastair. We're gonna destroy the human brain, right? So. We have put some sort of hmm. thing into the into the biosphere, into the atmosphere, yep. right? Some sort of chemical molecule, mm -hmm. right? And everyone on the planet has inhaled it. And it will be activated, right, at mm -hmm. a certain time unless somebody comes back in time and stops us, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then, and then the people in the future, if they want to exist... Mm -hmm. Because like, and maybe we won't kill ourselves altogether. We'll just make ourselves dumber or something like that, right? Oh, we're already weakening your position. <laughs> but if they want to stop us, we, they're going to have to come back in time. We'll make and... ourselves too dumb to ever be able to invent time exactly. travel. Exactly. So uh, I, I like it. You know, we're sort of playing chicken with the future. And that's just so that we can get this this future technology Today. Now we need it. Instant gratification. That's what exactly. everybody's like. We now. don't have time to wait. No, I think like you know, once we get the millennials on the UN, mm -hmm. right? Once we've our first millennial uh, inspector general of the United Nations or mm -hmm. whatever they're called, direct director general of the United Nations, Se secretary, 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 secretary. Sure, um, they are going to uh, they're going to put this into place at the moment because you know what the millennials are like. They need everything yesterday. Mm -hmm. Well, how are you going to get that without a time machine? Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard. Everything yesterday. I mean, that's a sketch idea. Time traveler bait. Mm. TTB. I mean, we haven't been creating sketch ideas. I mean, thank you so much for fixing it. <laughs> Do you think I did? Mm. <laughs> I mean, we're putting a gun to all of our heads. <laughs> yeah. So that future generations know. I mean, we'll carve it into the mountain as yeah. well, which is creating jobs for mountain carvers, you <laughs> right. know? Who have been languishing since Rushmore. I mean, when exactly. Rushmore was on, mm -hmm. you would have been like, man, this is going to be the next big thing, literally. Mm -hmm. But also, 
as, a, as an industry. Mm-hmm. Mountain carving. Once we've carved one mountain, everybody's going to want their mountains carved. Why would anybody want a normal mountain anymore? <laughs> it just seems pointless. Mm. Oh, what is it? Shaped like a big rock? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen That'll that. That'll get people in. Mm. Yeah. You know what else is shaped like a big rock? Rocks that mm. are on the ground mm-hmm. and that are pretty big. Mm. Hold it close to your face. You've seen you've, one, se- you've exactly. seen a mountain. Ugh, I'm so bored. Um, so uh, is that a sketch in any way? Mountain carving? Mm. Yeah, the mountain I mean, Rushmore. I think, yeah, look, mountain carving. The Mount Rushmore rush? <laughs> you laughed way more than you actually thought that was funny. I no, say. I actually didn't think that was funny. <laughs> the idea that like, it's like, oh man, this is going to be big. Mm. I mean, I guess like these days, you know, we've got that with um, painting silos here in, in Victoria mm. and in, in Australia. It's true. It's become a huge thing. People were like, hey, some, one person painted a, uh, an old wheat silo, mm. put, put some nice artwork on there. Yeah. Suddenly people were like, yeah, why the fuck do we have these ugly things up without anything on them? Yeah. Let's paint every single one of them. With and something now, nice. Yeah, and now now it's like a reason that people drive out to the country. Up until recently, there was no reason to drive there. <laughs> Imagine if, if, you know, 20 years ago you'd said, I'm going to go and look at silos across regional Victoria. You, you would have been committed you to been the idea. <laughs> <laughs> of driving out to see silos. You'd have to be. <laughs> and I love that. I love the follow through. God, I respected you. Yes. But now you do it. Well, it's lots of things to look at. Yeah. Yeah, it's much less impressive. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, good. Oh, I had a border collie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a Labrador. I don't know. <laughs> was it like a borderline collie? Yeah, a borderline collie. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to... I was just trying to quickly... Force an idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. Bo- I had a border collie flower. <sighs> Uh, broccoli. A broccoli. <laughs> a borderline cauliflower. It's a broccoli. Um, did you see that sort of internet rumour that was going around that cauliflower, uh, that broccoli is made by boiling cauliflower with green Gatorade? <laughs> did you see this thing? I uh, know, but that's, um, you know, that's uh, Apparently too... Billie Eilish was, was, was on board with it. She thought it was real. But then... Yeah, I mean, like, I, it doesn't feel like you would want to genuinely argue with this thing, but they're not the same shape in any way. <laughs> you know, it, it's not really worth it, is it? Um, like to create an entirely fictional vegetable? No, it's not. It's not worth engaging entirely with that sentence. Yeah, you're right. Because it's. Very untrue. But as far as conspiracy theories go, do you mm. think that that it's like harmless, or do you think that it opens a gateway to believing more insane shit? Nah, I don't think anybody really believes it. Nah, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. A sim- I think I could convince my children. Right. I mean, first you'd have to try to convince them to believe in Gatorade. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. going to be tough. Yeah. No, well, I'll just do it with... I'll change it. It'll but, be green food dye, and I'll try and teach them that broccoli yeah, is but made now you, by putting green food dye into but, cauliflower. But now you're changing what it is. Well, See, that's just, I'm, try, I'm trying to trying to find a way to make this work as anything. Sure. You know? But then you could say that's sausages are just the middle part of, of broccoli. 
you know, they're just the, the core of broccoli. I can't, I can't, I'll, I'll, so what I do is I spend the night Carving. cutting open broccoli, carving out a little groove, and then <laughs> opening it up for the boys. Say, boys, it's Christmas morning. Do you want to come and get the sausages out of the broccoli? <laughs> and we crack open that. I mean, this would be a great, a great Christmas tradition. Such a good thing for my, my kids in like, in like, you know, 15 years' time to be talking about with their friends and they'd yeah. be like, how, I was thinking the other day, how weird is the Christmas broccoli sausage tradition? <laughs> you open up the broccoli <laughs> and in there are sausages <laughs> and then you dip the sausages into the, I don't know, I guess. The cream sauce? The cream sauce, into the bechamel. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then you once you get 12 sausages in the bechamel, <laughs> then you get... You get the ceremonial sombrero, <laughs> and you're allowed to sing uh, "Happy Birthday to uh, Porky Pig." Yeah. <laughs> See how far you could build it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, not enough people are working on a on new traditions like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure this is something we've talked about on the podcast in the past, trying to make more white culture. Mm, you know. Yeah. And what it'll be really good for will be Christmas movies. Because there's only so many Christmas movies that you can do. There's only so many times that Santa Claus can be stuck in the ice or whatever, Mm. you know, contract leprosy or Or something like that. Or people don't believe in him enough. (laughs) Yeah, and people don't believe in him enough, so he becomes really tiny. Yeah, I like that. that's been done? He becomes really tiny. Really tiny. And then somebody accidentally drinks him. Yes. Then you have to go into your own digestive system (laughs) and save Santa. And um, it's um and it's called Christmas Inside Me. Christmas Inside Me. But then he he actually starts a thing inside your guts where he m- manages to get all the gut bacteria to make things. Yeah, really good. And he delivers toys to all the and then cells. And you shit toys down the down the toilet. Really small toys. Tiny toys. Tiny cell toys. Yeah. Um. Is that a sketch? Mm. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think a trailer yeah. for the most... The most elaborate Christmas <laughs> movie. Christmas movie. <laughs> but then <laughs> Santa started his own workshop in your guts. <laughs> I think that's something, right? Mm. Um. I don't know if it is called Christmas Inside Me. I mean, that sounds like something that could almost be a... Yeah. Be a, a topic, mm. but this is or like you know, but it could be called like gut, guts Santa or um Santa, Santa, Santacid Santa, oh, it doesn't matter. Um, mm. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, Alistair, I've blanked. Reindeer. Yeah. You know, are they all men? No. No. Like in the in the in the in the flock, Dasher, Dancer, Donner, Blitzen. I thought I heard somewhere that they were all women. They're all women. Yeah, I thought I heard that just the other day. Rudolph is definitely a man, though. That's a man's name, Rudolph. Yeah, (laughs) I know. It doesn't mean that because you give an animal a man's name that it is a man. You're right. (laughs) I don't know. Just feels like that kind of cat scenario where you Mm, misgender somebody's cat. Yeah. You know, where people will have cats for years and not realize that it's the other gender that they... Mm. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Did we talk about misgendering cats? No. Like when you misgender somebody's pet? Have we talked about that in the podcast? Not sure, Andy. About how some of you say something, oh, a good boy, and they're like, she's a girl. Yeah. Like you've made some big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> A... Sorry, I didn't guess correctly whether or not your dog has a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, you know, you get consternation if you get it wrong, mm. but there's no reward if you get it right, right? There's no, no. like, real incentive. You, they, they, I think people, if you guess the gender of their dog correctly, people should have to give you something. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, because it doesn't seem appropriate to check, does it? Like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you flip the dog over and you rub its belly mm. until you see whether or not it gets a little stiffy. I mean, you can usually see when you flip it over, right, that there's a little, there's the sheath there that hangs. Yeah, either like a, yeah, either a sort of a sheath or a, or a bulb. Mm. You think it's a bit of a bulb? bulb? It's a bit of a bulb, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this kind of reminds me of uh, something you grow tulips with. Mm. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you th- so? What do you think, Alistair? Guessing a, do- a dog's gender? Maybe it's a game show. Maybe it's an IRL game show. Mm-hmm. It's a new. It's a new. It's a new thing. It's a new. Right. It's a distributed form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now that maybe I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I'll do. Yeah. I'm gonna make a uh, an app. It'll be yeah. sort of like Pokemon Go, right? But it's more for it's for guessing pets' genders, mm-hmm. right? And everybody who signs up. Okay, their pet mm. is on this app, mm-hmm. right? And when you at see dog it, parks, at dog parks, dog parks, and that sort of thing. If you want to guess somebody's pet's gender, you got to put in their code mm-hmm. into the thing. Yep, and then you got to have a guess. You take a you take a guess, mm. all right? And then if you get it right, I don't know, hundred points. hundred points, great. And then if you get enough points at the end of the year, you're the mayor. That's you know? good. The dog mayor. This is your new... dog gets to be mayor. <laughs> the dog mayor. I just, yeah, I mean, it could just be a new form of democracy. You get sent a sash for your dog. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For your dog, even though you've been the one guessing all these genders well, all year. What do you want? Like, you know, like what? I don't know. You're, you're, getting, you're, getting, you're getting social status for your dog. Air, f- fly miles? Uh, other people have to let their dog get... Bread with, but with, with you by your dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds nice. If you got a male dog. <laughs> um, so nobody's dog is spayed in this scenario. No. They'll all be, I guess, one of his characters. Fertile. Finch or something. <laughs> David Spade? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Dirt? Joe Dirt. I'm sorry. I took this to a weird place. No, that's um, all right. But I think um, uh, pet gender guessing... Mm-hmm. Uh, distributed game show, IRL distributed game show. Absolutely, that's an idea, mm-hmm. right? I think this could be the next frontier of of entertainment. 
it's gamifying the real world in that way. Mm. And what bigger secret do people have yeah. than whether or not their pets ha- have a schlong or a yeah. vagina? Do you think you'd just sit back and like hang out at the park for a couple of days? Mm. You know, not even engage, and then just kind of and just observe. You know, all the people who come, mm. so you can see whether or not their dogs have schlongs or are lifting their legs. Yeah, you know. But then some um, some, some lady. female lady dogs are a bit confused that way, and they do it. The other how do you way? know it's confused? How, how do you know it's not the normal way to do it? That's true. How do you know it's not the ones that just squat that are confused? That are confused. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, right. in a way, they don't need to squat either. You can they just don't. go. They don't have a suit or anything like that. That they're. <laughs> Trying to not ruin, they're not trying to like not pee on their own I mean, undies. I think they probably don't want it dribbling down their legs, right? It would feel yuck. It I would feel know. yuck. I don't know. Any kind of any cooling element would be. And I think you want to be more in control of your odor. You're, you're a dog. You live in some person's house. Yeah. And you do nothing. Yeah. You would be craving experiences. <laughs> <laughs> like you the know? slow cold trickle of piss down your thigh. Slow cold. Yeah. I'm just pissing ice cold <laughs> piss. Have you not, when when you do get a little bit of urine touches mm. your leg for some reason, because mm. you're not totally in control. Often burns my leg. That's how hot it is. Really? Yeah. It's coming out. It's steaming. Yeah, it's I a get, steaming stream. I get blisters. Wow. Mm. Okay. I'll, I apologize. Yeah. That's okay. The inside of my pee hole is all scar tissue because mm. it's constantly just wearing away at the inside. And the hole's getting bigger and bigger. And the walls are getting thin. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to make it to the end of life (laughs) without a full collapse. Yeah, well, structurally, that's not going to... That's not going to hold. Not going to hold up. You're going to have to get some ribs put in there or something like mm. that. Some kind yeah. of lining. Yeah, or just like a like a brace. Mm. A brace. Maybe I'll start doing some patchwork. It's going to look like a quilt by the end of it. A sort of a a, a cylindrical quilt. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, just like they would make in the war mm. for, for whoever uses quilts. <laughs> um, do we have some words from a listener? Do you think that we're done here? Yeah, I think we're done here, Alistair. I think on cylindrical quilts. Um, Andrew, it's great that you would ask that because absolutely we do have three words from a listener. Um, You might be familiar uh, with the concept of Patreon and how, well, a a person who pays $3 per month Mm. gets to submit three words that they can suggest uh, to us. And uh, we'll come up with a sketch based on that. Now, you've already heard these words today, unfortunately. I've forgotten them already, Mm. though. Well, do you want to try and guess what? I'll try and remember them. From listener Henry Smith. Okay. um, Hi, Henry. uh, Hi, Henry Smith. Thank you for this. God bless you. Um, Okay. Uh, Rhomboid? No. Nugget? No, but you're getting closer. Palomino? No, you're getting further away. Again. Oh, right. no, no, the first word was museum. Okay. Yeah? Uh, does that, does that r- r- trigger with <laughs> the other two? Absolutely nothing. No, just tell me them. Asteroid? Asteroid, And okay. then the last one is up to you to guess. Paranormal. Oh, close. Justice. Justice. <laughs> museum, asteroid, justice. Now, asteroid justice feels like 
Mm. There's already something in there. Mm. Well, there is. A, there already is a kind of asteroid justice. Mm. You know, uh, I think asteroid justice is a pretty cruel mistress, and they say justice is blind. Right? Yeah. But asteroid justice is also deaf, uh, has no sense of touch, mm. and um, oh, but it has the touch of a god. Okay. You know, in the way that it is able to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, upend even countries. Mm. I think um, you could you could try and uh, implement some kind of asteroid, jo- like you know, if you had a little robot up in the asteroid belt. Yeah. Right. Just jumping from asteroid to asteroid, and then knocking them out of their orbit. Mm-hmm. Right. You could use them as some kind of strike force. You know, if you could do the the calculations adequately in order to be able to target these little asteroids that you're knocking down to the surface of Earth mm-hmm. um, to, to hit it, you know, as the Earth's moving and spinning through space. If mm. you could target it to hit, uh, and obviously people are moving around and that sort of thing, but if you could work out more or less where they're going to be, you know, you could send an asteroid down and you could knock out a... a, a, a you, you pick your right-sized asteroid, you could knock out an individual. Oh, right, like that. Okay, I thought you were sort of talking about using the asteroids to knock out other asteroids. And I thought, well, then, what you got yourself is a use for pool players, right? So why have a missile defense? Why have a missile defense, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, thing launching from Earth? Trying to knock out asteroids. You could just have, you know, uh, like a bot with Mm -hmm. a big stick, Mm. you know, maybe one white ball Mm. that is hits... Asteroids the moon. out of the way. The moon. The moon, <laughs> the moon could be our asteroid defense. It's been there this thing. whole time. I mean, it's been staring right at us. Um, and now we're staring at it. Mm. Um, and we use it and we use we, we just knock it around to just knock asteroids that are coming even anywhere near. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, maybe we can pick up more mass for it. You know, maybe maybe those asteroids, instead of knocking them away... They'll get nicely absorbed into the sort of soft sand of the of the moon. Of the moon, yeah, it's covered in those craters. Mm. It can handle it. It can handle it. Um, I think this is really exciting, mm. and I think uh, it would be great if it turned out. You know how like the CIA makes computer games to find people who are going to be really good at flying drones or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you say that like you don't believe me. Well, I and that's I only Im- because I just made it up then. Okay, right. But that's good. <laughs> I mean, because at first I was like picturing like you know people who'd be really good at, and I wasn't sure what you were going to say. And I thought like maybe like being spies or something mm, like that, and I couldn't probably. picture how I mean, that would that'd work. Be something. I'm sure they're doing something. Mm. Something like that, right? Um, I think then also it'd be great if pool when it was invented mm. hundreds of years ago had been part of this sort of long term plan to find the perfect person to uh, combat asteroids by cueing the moon. Oh, yeah. Cueing it. So just have a stick, I guess. A big stick. Big stick, but they like they do it like a, you know, from, from Earth, and they do it at a table, <laughs> at a pool table. <laughs> and you get them used to it. I think this is kind of like how Ender's Game... Um, I mean, have you ever seen and heard Ender's Game? I don't know Ender's Game. Ender's Game. So anyway, I mean, I think this kind of ruins it a little bit. Okay, good. But he's made to play these video game Mm. type things, training simulators, you know, to get really good at this particular thing. And then one of them turns out to be the real one. The 
real the, thing. An actual Whatever real the war, thing but, is. But he didn't realize that he was involved in the actual real thing. Oh, so he was actually killing people or something like that, or like yeah, fighting a fighting war. Fighting a war. Yeah, right. And uh, mm, so, but like that, but with um, pool tables. Mm. And I guess at some point you have these really oddly shaped, you know, pool balls you start introducing to him. <laughs> and, uh, and then they've got to, like, he's got to try to, you know, the, and they're moving through through the table and you got to try to intercept them and knock them away from some blue ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, that's wet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wet. I don't know. They've started introducing a lot of new rules to pool. <laughs> right? It's not exactly the game that I was playing. Or, yeah. you know, it's not... But the name makes more sense now with all this wetness. <laughs> all this water. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that a... Do you think that's a... Yeah, and now the, now the surface, the pool surface of the pool table is now kind of like a rubber mat and the uh, the pool cues distort the surface of the mat. Mm. That's weird, isn't it? That is weird. Um, and also, it's a huge pool table. It's huge. It's as big as the universe. That was weird. That was when a they weird brought thing that in. When they <laughs> brought in that rule, and that you don't. I mean, imagine you still play it with drinking a pint and smoking a cigarette. Sure, sure. Cigarettes. They still make those. Ciggies. Mm. Durries. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. Smoke sticks. Um I think that's a I think that's a fun idea. Yeah. Q in the mune. The, the mune. Um I think uh I think it would it be interesting, you know, when we're building the the pool queue obviously, and it would have to be articulated on some kind of a system where you control it using a little pool queue. And then there's a system of levers and pulleys that, like, manipulate the big one, the big one. That's what we call it. We call it the big one. But I think you would just use a regular pull cue on a regular ball, and then that transfers into... No, I want a big, big, big pull cue that goes all the way from the earth to the moon. <laughs> oh, right. But and maybe we could build one by mm. drilling a hole down into the core of the earth mm. and allowing... Uh, magma to come out like a plug, right? Up, 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 and we cool it as it comes out, so it doesn't flow out. It just, it just extrudes mm. like a vertical pylon, mm. you know, until you've got one that goes all the way to the moon. I do like that. I mean, that's should be so doable. We should be able to get hot rods, yeah, hot rods, earth rods of earth, just mm. pumping them out. Rock rods, hot rock rods, hot. Rocky rod. Who's not going to want a hot rock rod? Mm. It sounds cool. It sounds manly. It sounds like the manliest thing in the world. A hot rock rod? I mean, you've you've heard of a water feature at your mm. house. But yes. what about a hot rock rod feature? Mm-hmm. Like that. Of course, sure, every now and then you've got you to gotta drive a couple of like trailers worth of rock <laughs> away from your house just to clear out your backyard mm-hmm. of all these hot rock rods. But think how cool you'll be having a backyard party with all this rock coming straight from the core Correct. into your backyard. You could use them to... Imagine could, barbecuing on that. Exactly. You could use them to... You know, you could you could put a lamb on the spit or a flam on a the flam. spit. A Fake lamb. Yeah, okay. Because you're, you're a super manly... But you're a vegan. Well, you could be a vegan, <laughs> and but you still want to, you still want to cook still something want to cook on a roti- on the heat of the Earth's core. Yeah, and on a big, giant slab of mm. something rotating with a rod through it. It's called the mantle, after all. It is called the mantle, not the womantle. Mm-hmm. 
and women don't eat lamb. We got there. <laughs> Finally, to a deeper truth. And that's what this was about. We're Doesn't so sorry to deeper. all women and your, you know, um, what we've just said. Well, your dignity. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Sorry we're a bit tired and I'm a bit sick this episode. No, no, no. But it's it's good that it's uncomfortably hot in a good way. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm going to take us through the sketches. Okay. Social media, division, law and order. I've written mm. division really incorrectly, but I'm going to put a dot over this first I. Right. I mean, first E that I wrote. <laughs> um, That's a life hack that you might not know. If you do a bad E instead of an I, mm-hmm. just put a dot over it. Everyone will think it's an I. Yeah, everyone will think that. Then we got genetically engineered leader. Mm. Right. It sounds like it's it's a very sciencey, but what we're doing is we're bringing back all the leaders from the mm-hmm. past, and then we're getting them them to have sex on the beach <laughs> into a man womb. <laughs> Genghis Khan is there. <laughs> Genghis Khan, um, he's up for it. Yeah. He is up for it, and uh, but you know all of them. Cleopatra, George Clooney, mm, <laughs> George Clooney, the person who led him. George Clooney. I mean, probably George Clooney pays for a satellite above Sudan, above Sudan to keep track of the, the militias. Isn't that good? That's good. As far as like things that people do, as far as things that I would have guessed George Clooney was doing, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed it. Nespresso ads. Yeah, that's probably what the Nespresso ads are paying for. Hmm. Time traveler bait. Probably Nestle is using all the profit that they make from selling Nespresso to do war crafts yeah. in the Sudan. <laughs> um, time traveler bait. It's when we create mm-hmm. something that only exists for a short while, but we advertise it on you know on the on side the of a mountain, so that in, the people an in indelible the, mountain, mm, so that people in the future can see, hear about it, and then go back in time and get it. We're gonna get them. We're gonna get them. Then we got Mount Rushmore Rush. Mm-hmm. Then we got, and um, that's you know you know what Mount Rushmore Rush is. Everybody's gonna want this. That's when Mount Rushmore is being made, and they're like, "Wow, this is gonna be new for us." People who carve mountains, it's gonna be a big deal. It's gonna be nonstop work for us because this success of this one is gonna lead to so many others. You know what we could do? Mm. We could carve the face of the Earth, right? Yeah. Like if we if we all wanted to yeah. and worked hard. We could we could reshape the surface of the planet Earth and put somebody's face on one side of it. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Yes, <laughs> isn't that ironic? Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's like car- carving the your face on the on side, side of, of the, the Earth, Earth when all, all you need is a knife. <laughs> when all you need is a planet to function and, li- and continue to exist uh, within the bounds of human survival. Isn't it ironic? Trailer for most elaborate Christmas movie. Santa mm. gets small and you swallow him, but then he starts a Santa's workshop in your gut mm-hmm. with your gut bacteria instead of elves. Mm. And then you got to go inside. Yourself. Yourself. And As a con- tiny robot, maybe. And convince him. But he's delivering uh, presents to all the, the cells, cells in your body, body, the good ones. Yeah, but I think that's going to kill you, right? Especially the coal <laughs> that he gives to some of them. He's just dropping. Because 
black stuff is a carcinogen. Mm, but what would be the bad cells? Surely the bad cells would be cancer cells. <gasps> Cures you of cancer. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. With coal. And then you realize that Santa is the cure for cancer. Mm. Having a tiny Santa. And then... Then he cha- that changes the meaning of Christmas. It's about Santa going from person to person and entering curing their body. Curing all their diseases. Curing all their diseases. But then that means that he has to do, like, when he used to have to just work one night a year, now he has to work that same amount of time for each body. And this is what happens at the end. Is that he's worked to death. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he cures cancer in 30 people. <laughs> He's overworked. <laughs> I reckon he hibernates. I reckon Santa hibernates for mm. a lot of the year. When he curls up with his belly full of whiskey and cookies. Yeah. And he hibernates in a cave. I think you're right. Trail. Oh, no, then we got pet gender guessing distributed game show. Mm. I mean, that sells itself. <laughs> Pool players are being trained up to uh, knock asteroids out of space. Uh, out of their space trajectories using the moon. And then there's also something to do with a museum in there. Is there? Yeah, because that was one of the three words. Museum. Um, great. I think that's... Sorry about all the pauses that I left in this episode. It's okay, Andy. Thank you so godly much. Yes, to, from the bottom of from our the bottom of every part of our body. To the and, top. and if you are listening to this on Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas! Mm. Thanks so much. I hope and you have a good Christmas. Good night. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. I don't mm. know if all those are happening at the same time as Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy day. Happy, happy night. Being lonely. Happy, being Happy no one from your family talks to you anymore and you're sitting in the dark. Happy everybody talks to you. Happy beard. Happy shaven face. Mm-hmm. Happy bearded legs. Happy mm. shaven legs. Mm-hmm. Happy elbows. And and happy teeth. Teeth. And happy no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we're on social media. Um, I'm at uh, Stupid Old Andy. I'm at Alistair TV, and we're at Two and Tank. And if you go to those, you can see links to these shows that are on sale for Comedy Festival. Get yeah. yourself the gift of savings. Okay. At least, yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's unbelievably helpful. I'll try and remember to put the links down below in the old description. You can that as well. They might be in the description. And uh, you can review us if you like. That makes us feel nice. You can support us on Patreon. You can support us on tra- Patreon, which is the greatest um, There's a link but, to that down there. But as it well. doesn't also it, it doesn't mean everything, but it also means a lot. <laughs> it also means everything. It means everything, uh, but also you guys all mean everything to us. Uh, take care of yourselves. Have a nice time of year, and, and we, we love you. This podcast this is-, is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's, it's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.